On this episode of the 132 Breeze podcast, we talk NFL Pro Bowl along with Super Bowl plans and all the prop bets. Badger basketball had a good week, two dubs. Uh, Also, American Football Alliance. What do we got there? Casey does a deep dive. Esports are back. And America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. All right, let's start the show. back with another episode of the 132 Breeze podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, how 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 was your weekend? Well, I had a, uh, a wonderful weekend. I had some friends over uh, for uh, playing some games and hanging out. It was a great time. Caused us, I guess, to delay uh, our podcast by day. So apologies to that. Crashing down on, uh, I guess, Sunday night into Monday morning as we got hit with near a full And now uh, the back's a little sore, uh, but we can get out of the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> the snow, once again, taking claim to the land. Yeah. Uh, about sick of it. I think we've had, what, three snowstorms in 10 days, I think was the the official the official record. As uh, as of like less than two weeks ago, we were, we could see just brown grass. Yeah. Um, and now we just have feet of snow piled up on us. Feet of true. snow piled up on us. So that's great. I think <laughs> we had wild, wildly different weekend experiences. Oh, yeah? Uh, I believe so. I I do apologize. I wasn't able to make it to your weekend. Um, at your house, but I do appreciate the invite. Um, I was too busy. Uh, basically just working out at a CrossFit competition. Oh. All weekend. <laughs> Very so, good. I am also sore, but I also did have to shovel snow, which wasn't fun being sore. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I was at. Wow! How did it go? Did you uh, win win the competition? Do well? I don't know. What do you? I did not win. I did not win the competition. Um, I did. Did you have your goals? <laughs> I did. I did reach my goals. I had a, had a second place second place finish in a event. Nice. Uh, ended up fourth overall. Uh, so, you know, you win some, you lose some. It was all a good learning experience, and now I'm ready to rock the podcast. All right, excellent. Well, you you will not finish in fourth place on this podcast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. All right, uh, well, on to the podcast, model. Let's get uh, right down and to it. Um, let's start off returning to the top of our agenda. Here is the uh, Badgers and. The Badgers basketball team, Marlo, they, we went into the week saying these were two games that I don't think they needed them, but they kind of needed them. Uh, in a bit of a funk uh, coming out of uh, the week before with winnable games, as we called them, uh, at Illinois and hosting Northwestern, and the Badgers went on to win both of them. I guess let's just go in chronological order as they went uh, at Illinois. And I think uh, the story of this game, aside from the refs, which really, really slowed the game down and made it tough. Always to, the refs. Tough to watch. Uh, and, well, yeah, always <laughs> the refs. Um, but I think this was a, a legitimate right because, my goodness, there was a whistle every other possession, and it was so slow. I'm not... 
going to get too much into how one-sided it was, but just the flow of the game uh, was just terrible. Uh, so that was difficult. But I think yeah. the story, other than that, was Nate Reavers uh, coming out and having himself a day, uh, having his – the second time this season extending his um, – personal best in points, finishing with 22 points uh, and 10 rebounds. Yeah, Nate Reavers stepping it up uh, when he, because stepping it up when he needed to with, you know, like you said, it was kind of a a very not entertainable game to watch as far as the the pace of the game because of the ref's whistles um, in and out there. But Nate Reavers stepping up, uh, coming in when, when Hap was in foul trouble. Um, not not with your typical half game. I think was this the first time he scored under half scored under ten in I don't know how long. Um, I thought it was forty two games. Forty two games, yeah, forty two yeah. games. So that uh, under ten. So obviously the points need to come somewhere. And Nate Reavers came out, which brings it to a point. I mean, I, re- I like Nate as a basketball player overall. I just he's just really he's not consistent. He's very streaky, yeah. but it seems like when he's on, he's really on, and when he's off, he's just off. There doesn't seem to be a middle ground for him. Yeah, and I, I, we should say that he is only a sophomore, and I think that that's where yes. some of the inconsistency, at least I can point to and say that's perhaps a reason why there is that inconsistency. Um, but I came away from this game and his uh, Reavers performance uh, much more optimistic and kind of we've been sitting here going, oh, my gosh, what happens after Hap goes, you know, kind of, you know, you know, wringing our necks about what's what's going to happen there, uh, and I think this was the first sign of maybe there is hope after Hap with this Reavers performance. Yeah, a little, a little hope, a little hope for the future. I, again, I like him. I like him as a player. I just I want him to see him step up like this. Well, maybe not like this, but I just step up and you know be that consistent, consistent uh, contributor day in uh, day out. So. But yeah, big ups to big ups to, to Nate coming through and and putting the team on his back and coming out with the road victory. Yeah, uh, definitely. And we mentioned that Hap. I think it was forty two games. I think the record was forty three that Alondo Tucker had. So uh, he was just just there. Um, and I felt like he got put in at the end of the game when the game was decided in an attempt to get those two points because he came in. Uh, I think the Badgers were up uh, eight or nine at that point, and with like a minute left which i guess the game is still in doubt but it seemed pretty uh well in hand and he came back in you know our worst free throw shooter uh, <laughs> it, was like, it felt like it was yeah. uh to do that although the funniest part of the game was when illinois fans were chanting overrated uh at ethan Happ while he was shooting free throws um and then he knocked two of them down he didn't shoot great i mean yeah he did he did for himself he went three for four there you um, go that's better than a season season average yeah and then, uh, kind of as I, I was talking about, uh, Reavers kind of maybe taking the place of, of Hap as we go forward, or being somewhat of a replacement. Um, I can imagine two years ago, uh, this is a, a tweet, I, uh, st- an idea I stole from Jim Polzin uh, of uh, the Wall Street Journal, and he said, two years ago, the Illinois fans were probably like, uh, thank God Kaminsky's finally gone, and the Hap <laughs> breaks out, and then they're like, Thank God Hap is almost gone, and now maybe Nate Reavers is next. And uh, in two years, I'll be saying, God, thank God Nate Reavers is finally gone. Uh, but we hope. Uh, but I think that this game gave us that optimism. Yeah. Um, but not moving on to Northwestern Marlowe, this was a more, I guess we'll say traditional 
uh, as we understand, at least recently, uh, the way Wisconsin games have gone when they've won uh, with Hap having a triple-double, his second triple-double of the season, uh, scoring 13 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. Um, and Wisconsin went on to defeat Northwestern and a pretty comfortable margin throughout the game. So that was nice. I was, you know, as I was preparing for people to come over on Saturday, Marlowe, I was like, just <laughs> give me a nice, easy Wisconsin victory um, yeah. that I don't have to get too invested in and I can kind of like, you know, be cordial to people who come over and don't ruin my day, please. Yeah, because as a program, we're starting to get to the point where we're getting Northwestern scaries at the Cole Center. They had won the last two meetings at the Cole Center before that. And then, you know, one of those was the, I think we were ranked, we were in the top 10 in Northwestern came in and, and beat us really, that punched their first and only ticket to the yeah. to the tournament, uh, you know, with that win. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was good. It was obviously good to get that, like, little, just a little a baby monkey off your back. Uh, as you started to get the, the Northwestern scaries, but looks like we came back down, uh, came back down to where, you know, the water always finds its level. Wisconsin's the better program. Uh, Ethan Happ with the triple double. I still, yeah. he's had two this season. I still think it's amazing that's three total in program history. Um, yeah. And he, he has two this season. It's the first one. I think, I forget whether I should really write this stuff down, right? Being a yeah. professional. Uh, but it's the first one in Big Ten play since uh, Valentin, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Denzel, Denzel had uh, two in a season, I believe. Two in a uh, season, so as well. So he's the the most recent Big Ten player to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. So Hap, I mean, j- this just goes the narrative all season long, just stacking up the accolades, stacking up the stats. Um, and just really cementing himself as as just going to go down as one of Wisconsin greats. Yeah, oh, for sure. So I went off on <laughs> a little tangent. I was trying to look up the uh, most triple doubles in a season, Marlo. And yeah, uh, our, so you have names up there. Jason Kidd had four. Brian Shaw mm-hmm. had four. Um, Shaq's up there with three uh, in in his career. Uh, do you have any idea who the leader? For it's both in a season, he's mm-hmm. tied himself with six triple doubles in a season and has a career twelve. Any idea who it is? No. Kyle Collinsworth of BYU. Get out of here! In twenty sixteen. <laughs> wow, didn't see that one coming. I mean, no, I can't believe this, and it's it's an NCA PDF, so it has to be true, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember this happening when it happened. Like, it's four and three years ago. Like, how was this not a big story? I know it's BYU. I know it's not, like, a top-tier program, but that's still a D1 school. He still plays yeah. real opponents, right? Like That's still, if you get that many in a season, usually there's some sort of trickling of, you know, look at this. Look what's going on over here. I had, I didn't even remember who he was. I had to look up a picture of him, and I, I'm like, I guess I kind of remember him. It's crazy. That seems that seems crazy to me. I mean, granted, they his team went to the NIT, and now all their wins were vacated because the boosters were paying somebody. I, I don't remember any of this. Anyway, BYU. Well, I had no idea. I didn't know BYU right. got okay. Anyways, anyway, back to Ethan App. Now it's two on the season. Uh, so that's that's great. In, in this game, uh, I don't know, Marlon. Did you think it was the Wisconsin defense playing better, or just Northwestern 
just missing shots on the uh, on the day. I think I'm gonna go with the combination of both. Okay. Uh, the defense looked well, and their def. I think it played a part in. Yeah, Northwestern did hit, did miss some wide open shots, but I think some of those shots were taken because they didn't think they were getting another chance at a better shot. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, with that, I think with Wisconsin forced forced their presence on top of uh, Northwestern to not be able to do what they wanted to do on the offensive side. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I guess I, I fall down the same way. A little bit of both. Um, I just. I was watching Northwestern versus Indiana, uh, which was the game that Northwestern played before that, and a lot of the shots that they were missing today went in that day. So maybe it was kind of a, uh, you know, as you said, water always finds its level, and they came yep. came back down to their percentages because they hit a lot of those uh, against Indiana. So after that game, uh, Wisconsin now sits at six and three in uh, the Big Ten, alone in fifth place uh, <laughs> in in the Big Ten, um, and. Upcoming games tomorrow, they're at Nebraska tomorrow night, that is uh, Tuesday night, and then at uh, hosting Maryland on Saturday, uh, and that game is at uh, 8 p.m., so that's a night game. Ooh, on, big night uh, game. Fox Sports 1. Uh, and, well, both these teams that uh, the Badgers will be playing are hitting a bit of a tough sled uh, themselves. Uh, Nebraska losing their last three, and Maryland losing their last two Uh so perhaps Wisconsin's catching these teams at the right time, um, or uh, we'll see. I don't know. I think both of these are winnable games. Uh, yes, but I think they both could be tough games. I think they're both be tough game. I, hitting Nebraska, I feel like it's a wrong time with the three losses and playing them at home. Yeah, they're gonna be. I think they'll be you know a little a little amped up to get that you know victory. I don't know. I mean, it just seems. I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like Nebraska and Nebraska fans just have it out for like feel like Wisconsin's arrival. Um, yeah. But like we don't reciprocate that. We just like to beat them, um, so they get up yeah. for that. Uh, the <laughs> the Maryland game. Uh, I feel yeah, that's a team at the right time. We should have won the game at their place. Yeah, I hope we return the favor and just beat them at home on Saturday. Yeah, both these games a week ago, I was looking at the schedule and going, oh man, this is going to be a, a bit of a tough, tough stretch. But with losses to Maryland losing to Illinois and Nebraska losing to both Rutgers and Ohio State. Now, both of them lost to Michigan State, I, which I would expect, but those other results I would not have expected. So again, I don't know if maybe it's just a tough stretch or these teams aren't as good as I, at least I was thinking uh, that they were and Nebraska now three and six in the Big Ten, so they've had a tough time in conference. So <sighs> that is what's on tap uh, for the Badgers min this week. And while I want to talk to you about an exciting end to the women's basketball game this week, did you see this? Um, the uh, women's team hit a buzzer beater uh, as time expired. Kelly Carlis uh, beating the buzzer to. Um, defeat Nebraska seventy two sixty nine. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was was it point point five seconds inbound shot yeah. up game over. Uh, yeah, and it was a comeback. It's fantastic, fantastic win by the, the the women Wisconsin basketball team. Got me excited. That's right. Yeah, it's been a pretty exciting uh, season for them. It's been some time I, I, since the women's basketball team has been competitive, and this year they're you know. 
well, Nebraska is not a top tier team. They're about middle of the road like uh, Wisconsin is. But it's it's good to see them in this game. It's good to see them having these exciting finishes. So I, that was a really encouraging and exciting end to the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, we got other we got other Badger sports that happened this week. Sports hockey happened this week, and some Badger teams participated in those. The women's hockey team continues to play really well, uh, winning uh, twice over St. Cloud State, uh, which I always like to remind them it is not, <laughs> not a state. state. Uh, the uh, women's team remains number one at twenty three and three on the season, so they are racking up the wins as usual. Uh, the men's team uh, earned a split against Minnesota uh, at Minnesota this week, losing uh, by like a billion. It was four to nine uh, on the uh, first game, but then winning four to three in the second game. So the men's team earning a split, which is about on par with their season. They're around 500, so continuing to play at about that level. <clears throat> that is all I have for Badgers. Any other Badger notes from you, Marlo, before we move on to uh, the next segment? No, but I have a question. I've yeah. always had this question. Do you know why the hockey they they just played two games in the weekend? As opposed to what? I don't know. Like basketball, you have two. You have you play a team and then a team, but in hockey, you always play the same team Friday Saturday. I, aside from that's the way that it is. I don't. I don't <laughs> that's just the way it is. All right. The way that I just is. just seeing if you knew. Just seeing if you knew. If yeah, if anyone knows, please please let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm it's, uh, it's probably a little bit of in hockey. You you set your schedule. You want to get X number of games, um, and the easiest way to do that is just have back to backs like that uh, to to fill out your season and have you know I guess it, I'd say an appropriate number of games in a hockey season. All right, I'll take it. It's easier. Okay, fine. I'll take it. That's my that's my theory. I don't know. <laughs> It's just easier. All right. Um, so we talk. Because remember, Marlo, they're students. First. Student athletes. That's right. Student athletes. I want to talk about athletes that are getting paid a lot of money to do this. All to right. Do what they do. Uh, NFL sports. Yeah, sports. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, first, we'll start at the NFL. Yeah. So there was an NFL game this weekend on Sunday. <laughs> if you could call it that, we had the Pro Bowl, and I will start this off by saying Mitch Trubisky was in that game as a Pro Bowl yeah. quarterback. Oh yeah, but how did it go for him? I have no idea because <laughs> I did not watch this. I did not watch much of it. I turned it on because I was like, "Oh, it's Sunday. What should I do?" Oh, look, football's on in the middle of the day, and it was just this gross, soggy. didn't look like football (laughs) was going on in the screen game that was happening that was just not enjoyable to watch. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, five for nine with an interception. (laughs) (laughs) 34 yards. Well, yeah, whatever. He probably, they weren't, yeah, it wasn't really. I don't know if he's going to recover from this, Marlo. It might be, yeah. Might be a career-altering performance. Yeah, well, the whole NFC didn't do anything, so it wasn't, you know, wasn't his no, fault. Yeah, well, you know. well, Mitch Krzybiski and Adam Thielen kept throwing the ball to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Thielen, they ran like a a trick play where I don't even I don't remember who the quarterback was at the time. It was probably Russell Wilson or something. Uh, he threw it back to Thielen, and Thielen just it's wet out. Like yeah, you, and there, he throws it, and it's like oh, just. 
the laziest, highest pass that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it went like three quarters of the way to where it was supposed to be and was intercepted. Yeah, seriously, who goes to that? Who's like, I'm going to go to the pros. It was Orlando, right? I don't under. It was in Orlando, which was confusing to me because I thought, I, I, I forgot it was in Orlando, so I thought it was in Hawaii. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's raining in Hawaii. That's probably really, really rare. <laughs> and then people are like walking around with coats on and stuff. And I was like, even if it's raining in Hawaii, and I was trying to like figure that out. It took me too long to be like, oh, yeah, it's in Orlando. That's right. I yeah. Think there's it, only one more year in Orlando, something like that. Okay. Well, I just, it just seems out of place. Orlando, which for me is like probably the worst place in America. Uh, playing with the all these star players who aren't even really playing, and I just couldn't imagine just sitting as a fan in the stadium, being wet and cold, and just watching a defensive a defensive tackle try to play wide receiver uh, <laughs> as this game is going on. Well, let's just say there weren't many fans there, Marlo. So you, yeah. a lot of people agreed with you and stayed, <laughs> uh, if not home, at least they didn't go to the stadium. Uh, to watch the game, um, but those who did saw us. I was nothing short of shenanigans. I would say, yeah. Uh, there was a play where Devonte Adams got pat- interfered with on a play, and I immediately went into, of course, uh, Devonte Adams pass interference not called like, all, and I'm like getting all like defensive yeah. of a Packer like. Like, it's the middle of the season. The Packers are still playing meaningful football. <laughs> but the defender. So the pass interference isn't called. Uh, the defender gets up, kind of does a little celebration, as as one does, and then goes over and, like, hugs the ref who's, like, smiling, and it's, like, this big joke. And I have to say, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. All right. I, uh, man. Got you, still got you riled up. Guy maybe I'll... It got me all angry all over again. I'm not even a Saints fan. I mean, could you imagine if you're a Saints fan and you get that and then the refs are laughing about it? Oh, terrible. You mentioned the cold and the rain. They had defensive players playing on offense, offensive yeah. players playing on defense. Yep. Actually, that was kind of cool to see, like, Elliott rushing uh, the quarterback and uh, Barkley in pass coverage. That was, okay, that was maybe a little cool. But they had this, like, on-field, like, all-access where people had their phones out. And, yeah. Like, they were taking selfies of themselves. And as an old man, I wasn't, I wasn't down for any of that. Uh, at all and then the AFC won again so there you go I don't know what that means I don't think it means anything yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't doesn't mean anything it's uh it's powder puff football um but if you had to guess I don't know go ahead yeah go ahead no go ahead if you had to guess how many people do you you think watch this game on tv on tv on tv yeah Two million people. I have no idea. Uh, there's an average eight million viewers. My the God. average. I mean, I was one. Of the I know. For, I I so I think <laughs> that's I think that's the thing. Cause I think I think you know I have people in. If you're probably you probably listen to this, you're probably one of those people who tune in. And if I go and talk yeah. to my circle of friends, they probably tune in at some point. <laughs> you know, just to do what we're doing right now. I call this awful display of of football. And at the very least, it's not going to change anything because that. You know, and for for uh, perspective, the 2018 NBA playoffs averaged 4.9 million. Wow! So there's that. That's crazy. Oh, another thing that kind of ruined it. It was the Monday Night Crew. Yes, so I had Jason Whitten yeah. and and uh, Booger. Well, I, I just Booger. Yep. Off. They're off. <laughs> so. I mean, they're 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 especially bad when they have to like 
talk about not football things. Yes. And that's all the Pro Bowl is. Yeah. It was so tough. Yeah. It was so tough to listen to. So that's yeah. So I, w- I kind of tuned out pretty quickly, but those were all the things I did not enjoy <laughs> in the little amount of time that I that I watched. I feel bad for... The NFC quarterbacks were sacked seven times. That seems insane. Seven that does seem insane. Sacks. That does seem insane. Uh, they weren't really so, sacked. They were touched. Um, yeah, but yeah, they were, they they were hugged. hugged. Um, feel bad for the for the our fellow fans over in in London because as you know the ESPN crew gets is doing the Super Bowl for ESP like for the London wherever wherever the broadcast is in London. Oh, really? yeah. So thoughts and prayers. Must have that contract. That's yeah, weird. it's really weird. Um, so yeah. So next year it was announced mm-hmm. that I think the Cowboys are going to London. No, who's going to London? The Bears, Bears are, are going to London. Bears are going to London. To, against the Raiders, which I think the Raiders are playing like all their either their home games in London. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, we're, <laughs> we're playing 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 the Raiders in London, but they don't have the dates yet. Okay. Why well, you want to go? Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I'll go see it. Maybe. The Bears well, well, we so can catch it. We can catch another. We can catch a little. We can catch another football on the pitch. There. Oh, well, that I'm in. That I'm in. <laughs> Let's do it. Um. Yeah, as hard as it was to try and figure out if we're going to go to the Big Ten tournament in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still on the table. Still yeah. got time. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's only now one team, Marlo, who has not played outside of the United States. Do you know who that team is? No. It is the Green Bay Packers. They haven't. America's America's team. team. They refuse to play outside of this great country. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's actually that's actually kind of surprising considering you guys have had the you've, I mean you've had the marquee quarterback yeah. you think they want to get those out I didn't, and it's usually the decision of the decision of the home team and the road team just has to follow I don't know how that works but I'm not really sure how it works. I, but I could I think well, I mean you I think it 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 must be because right because it gives um you give up a home game to do it yeah so I don't yeah. know and. Yeah, so who knows? We could look into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the Packers are the only one. All right. Well, pretty cool. Yeah. Congratulations. We did it. We did it. <laughs> All right. Casey, we got one more NFL game left in the season. Now that the Pro Bowl's yep. done. One more. It's the big one. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got planned for the Super Bowl? All right. Well, we had a big. A big weekend last weekend, um, so I'm going to be doing more or less nothing. I'm just going to hang out, <laughs> relax, and watch the game. That's my big plan. Um, the game, all right, old man. Take okay, me. game goes too. Game goes too late. <laughs> I like I like being home when it's over, so I can just go to bed. <laughs> oh wow! Are you gonna Are you gonna do? Well, the Saints didn't make it, so you're not gonna do your jambalaya. No, uh, so it's New England and L.A. I mean, yeah, all that famous L.A. cuisine. Uh, I mean, I know L.A. has good food. It's all it's fusion. Like, this is what, it's all fusion. This is, I'll, do, I'll do fusion small plates. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what I'll do. There you go. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I'll have to come up with something. Uh, I'm sure there'll be any of those chowder. I don't really want to make a chowder. I don't know. We'll have to figure that part out, um, and I'll let you guys know next week how that went. 
Um, but I'm yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll make some uh, appetizers and you know some some sort of football watching food uh, for sure. Um, but probably just hang around, hang around the home, take it easy. That's the way I like to celebrate my Super Bowls. There you go. I am. I'm still looking for a party, so I'm still taking uh, invites. Yeah. If anybody's having a party and they want to invite me, I will accept. Um, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I'll be. I'll if I don't find one, I will be. You know, just hanging at home, eating food, uh, taking in the Super Bowl. I believe we got Maroon Five for halftime show. That's right. excited. Can't wait. Actually, you know the WWE announced that they're going to do a halftime show themselves on whatever, like USA or something. Are they? Uh, so that intrigues me a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> the Maroon Five. Maroon Five. Okay. Um, and the halftime show is by far my least favorite part of the whole thing because it, it's just it's just too long. It's a whole concert. I want to get. It's a long concert. It delay halftime's like an hour. Then it's terrible. You're just really down on the Super Bowl, man. I'm really down. It's on the just Super like Bowl. I, t- I don't like it late. Halftime commercials. You commercial guy. Oh yeah, big, big commercial. commercial guy. Guy. Love the commercials. I like complaining about the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I I like discussing the commercials. I think that's a fun part of of the Super Bowl, especially when you're with people who aren't really football fans. Um, it that getting kind of like the conversation about each commercial or come back from the commercial break which one did you like which one was stupid that kind of thing um although to be fair uh i guess maybe not fair but honest i feel like there haven't been that good maybe i'm just remembering like a peak of super bowl commercials that doesn't exist well but like when they're like back in yeah. the e-trade baby yeah. days like those i felt like you talked about the commercials and stuff and now it's kind of like this car car commercial did this like moving thing, and like, hey, Doritos did this like crazy thing, and that's like it. I don't know. Well, I think we're. Pe- I think it's. First of all, it's if they come out with a good one, they just release it beforehand, right? And you can see all the like half of these commercials. We can you are like, oh, this is going to be a Super Bowl commercial, and we can see it on the internet already. Yeah, I've seen a couple things uh, uh, on Twitter that were like, "This is a so-and-so Super Bowl commercial." And I've deliberately, <laughs> deliberately avoided it um, as as best I can because I want to. That's part of the experience, right? Yeah, of watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I just, you know, it's the sign of the times. It's they, these companies would rather go viral than have a Super Bowl commercial. So there's not as much effort put into them. Um, so, but as far as watching the actual Super Bowl. Are you uh, are you putting down any any spicy bets? I saw that there was a survey and it said that America will spend six will gamble six billion dollars on the big game, which I was kind of curious about what the survey was. <laughs> so now random emails to people and like how much do you bet and you extrapolate that because that doesn't seem like a very good. I'm gonna bet. But that does that include like playing squares and everything in between? I, sure. Okay. Six billion dollars will be billion dollars. We'll change hands as they yeah. say on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I don't know if I'll put down any real money, but one of my uh, favorite things that I like to do is print out a prop betting sheet, um, kind of like you do in the like when you watch the Oscars. You know, you fill out and you select who you think is going to win the categories, your Oscar pools, that sort of thing. I kind of try to do something like that with the prop bets. Um, so whoever ends up watching the game with me, I have a couple of these, and you select. You know, it's things like. 
will the coin toss be head or tails? Yes. You know, who will win the coin toss? And, you know, will uh, Adam Levine come out wearing a hat at <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl? Things like this that are like, so a lot of them are football related, but other ones are kind of more tangential to the to the game. And it, especially in a year where I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who don't really, at least for me, uh, don't really want to root for one of these teams. Um, I know there's out there. There's a lot of people who are tired with the Patriots and kind of rooting against uh, the Brady Belichick era, um, and that's fair. I get that. Uh, and then people like me who are upset that the Rams got gifted a Super Bowl uh, <laughs> appearance uh, by the referees. I mean, I can't cheer for them, so I'm gonna pick my props and cheer for that. Uh, and it's a if you're like me and you're like I don't really care who wins this game at this point this is a fun way to kind of stay involved a bit yeah prop bets prop bets are so fun there is a thing i read, I read an article that uh i think it was cbs said there's this what the sports books have over 440 prop bets out there yeah. that you can actually bid for so there are, there's a lot out there um i have a couple of cross sports prop bets with the super bowl that are run by you right. casey I'll see if you if you want to get any action on this. Right. Um, so we got James Harden game February second. It's against the Jazz. So the day before James Harden points on that game versus longest touchdown at Super Bowl minus nine and a half. So he is minus nine. And the Super nine. Bowl is minus nine and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So he's been averaging like. What is it, like 35 points yeah. a game? Yeah. Something like yep. that. So we were saying that the Super Bowl is, so let's say it's 35, it'd be 26. Is it farther than 26? Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll call it this, that. On average. You know what? You'd think in this game, with the over under that it is, uh, at, at 57 and a half, um, with these offenses, you'd think it'd be an easy, there's going to be a long touchdown. But I don't think that Rams are like that anymore without Cooper Cup. I don't think they have that explosiveness. So I'm going to go with with James Harden. Wait, will Chris Paul be back by then? I know he's supposed to come back. Ooh. I don't care. I'm going to go. I have a buddy. Taking the action on that. All right. All right. Your boy. Uh, you? What would you go with on that one? I I'm going to put. I'd put my money. I'm going to put my money on the Super Bowl. I just on the touchdown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I put my money on the Super Bowl on the longest touchdown. I just feel. I just feel like it's gonna happen. I've no, yeah, no rhyme or reason, but right. but feel. Yeah, taking the gut, yeah. taking the All right. gut. All right, <laughs> Kevin Durant points. Kev, uh, the Warriors are playing the Lakers Saturday, so Kevin Durant points oh. on Saturday minus two and a half versus Jared Goff completions. All right, so let's say Kevin Durant gets twenty-eight points. <laughs> So Kevin, Kevin's minus twenty. Yeah, minus, minus two. two and a half. Kevin. So Goff would have to have thirty if Kevin Grant gets twenty. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. That's tough. That's good. So let's say he gets thirty. Will he have thirty-six completions? I think he's going to have a lot of completions. I think they're going to throw to the running backs a lot because uh, if you've watched any New England Patriots this year, they cannot cover the <laughs> flipping running back. And I don't know why Kansas City wasn't throwing to their backs the whole game. Um, so I'm going to go with 
the completions because I think there's going to be a lot of eight to twelve yard completions out of the backfield. Um, I actually is LeBron's not back. LeBron will not be back by Saturday. He's, he was practicing. I don't know if he's going to play. Though. Yeah, God, see, I think that's the tough because if LeBron's back, I know Kevin likes to go at LeBron, and I could see him going off. Uh, but if he's not, he'll just have a ho hum game. So that's I'm not I'm not even gonna take this action. I'm not even gonna take it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna take that action. It's too much. All right. Um one more basketball one. Z- our boy Zion Williams. Points and rebounds on Saturday versus okay. Patriots and Rams first half points total. All right. So I'm gonna go with Zion. Uh <laughs> Just because I think there will be a slowish start to the game. Yes. Um, I know that Sean McVay And Duke is, is playing St. John's, by the way. Oh, they crushed St. John's. They don't have anybody inside. They just have their point guard. Um, who's awesome, but he's not going like to guard. <laughs> I can stop Zion. Zion. I got <clears throat> um, so I know that Sean McVay is all aggressive and what have you, but I think when it comes to crunch time and it comes to big decisions, we saw last week he kicked the field goal when he should have gone for it. Uh, and fourth down inside the five, I think it was. Yep. Uh, New Orleans, to which would have put them in a, I've said it wouldn't, but put them in a much better position. Um, I think that he has somewhat of a conservative game plan, and I think Belichick and Brady, they've been in so many of these, they know you just have to win the second half. Don't get too hyped. Don't you know try to overdo it in the first half. Um, so I think that the first half will be lower scoring than we think. Uh, so I'll take uh, the other one. <laughs> take Zion. No, I, Zion. I agree. Right. Super Bowls always start off slow. I feel like every Super Bowl starts off slow. Um, these are these are first half points. So oh, we're keeping and we're yeah. keeping record of this. Okay, this is great. I yeah, I just it. noticed that. That Casey was keeping record of us, so we're actually gonna we'll actually look back and uh, <laughs> and see what this is about. Unless, unless we do poorly, well, then we will look back. <laughs> and I'll, I'll delete all right, all right. That's all I got for the prop bets. That's all I got for Super Bowl. All right, Patriots are gonna win by a million. That's my official take. <laughs> that's your that's your yeah. prediction. Uh, I also think Patriots will win just because. Uh, they are the Patriots. Uh, I don't think the Rams should be in this game, so that's kind of also why I think uh, I'm leaning towards the Patriots. I don't know what's wrong with Gurley, uh, and I think that the way that you need to beat the Patriots is passing the ball out of the backfield, uh, as I mentioned earlier, and I don't think they trust Gurley to catch the ball out of the backfield. So if you're not having Gurley in the game, I think you're – really hurting yourselves to try and I don't know I'll be interested to see what they do but it doesn't seem like they have a great answer for how you need to beat the Patriots defense um and I just don't think they've been the same offensive team since uh Cooper Cup went out so I'm gonna lead towards the Patriots as well all right another another parade not in a blow, not like by a zillion <laughs> another parade in Boston with those long-suffering fans of theirs Oh, man. All right. Well, Casey, you know, I told you this is the last NFL game of the season. Mm-hmm. Do you see how I worded that? Last NFL game. But it's yeah. not the last pro game of the season. Is that correct? That's right. Because 
Here comes. That was a grade A pr- transition, I you, by the way. I, I I know. I was I was taken aback <laughs> by the professionalism of it. Uh, after the uh, end of the Super Bowl, the next very next weekend starts the American Football Alliance. Yeah, Marlo. Uh, I don't know if you've seen even who is in this league, what their logos look like, but uh, I went into this research of this. <laughs> Because I knew it was starting, yeah. and I, I honestly thought it started had already started, like, <laughs> started last week for some yeah. reason. Like I thought the first game was after the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I, I remember thinking when they're starting it is actually really small. Yeah. Um. So for some reason I thought it was after the Pro Bowl, uh, but obviously now it's the week after the Super Bowl. Um. And I went into this and I was like, I want to like know what kind of what's going on and have some preparation. And I kind of fell down a rabbit hole in this. Uh. And first of all, uh, I went. I want to talk about the teams and logos. Marvel. Yes. There are. Eight teams in this: uh, the Atlanta Legends, Arizona Hot Shots, Birmingham <laughs> Iron, Memphis Express, Orlando Apollos, Salt Lake Stallions, San Antonio Commanders, and San Diego Fleet. The Fleet. I'm glad they got a football team back. Yeah, got one back. Um, so, have you checked out these uh, teams and logos? Do you, uh, so. I first of all, I must say, I think these are actually pretty cool. The logos, like the. The logos, I like them. It's way better than like the Jaguars and Panthers, like <laughs> with the NFL last expansion teams. Because uh, I, I think about this sometimes, like you know, in the NFL, so many of these teams were around, you know, a hundred years now. Like the Packers, yeah. they were called the Packers because of an Acme Packing Company. That would they would never be a team <laughs> if they started in uh, 2019. Uh, so I'm always interested uh, when when new teams start a league's form. So. I think these are are really neat. I, uh, the logos look cool. I don't. I I guess I've sold myself on at least the branding of the league. Yeah, uh, they're very updated logos. Can I say? Um, but no, they are good. I do like them. I'm curious of all of all of the cities that they chose to start in. How did they come up with the Birmingham Iron? Um, it, it, uh, I don't know if you heard. Uh, football is pretty big in Alabama. I, I, yeah, football is big in Alabama. But I, <laughs> for other people in Alabama, I bet you right now, are you not saying that Alabama can take the Birmingham Iron right now? Let's just say someone threw some rosters. There's a lot of former <laughs> Alabama players. Birmingham <laughs> Iron. Oh, a lot of are there? Players. Okay, all right. Now it's making sense. Now it's making sense. It's actually it's actually pretty cool. There is some sort of regionality uh, to it. You, you could definitely tell. Um, and I'll, I'll go through players a little bit more in a little bit because again, like I said, I went down a oh, hole. Okay. On Orlando Apollos, there's a lot of former Florida State and Florida players. Mm. On um, Birmingham, there's a lot of Auburn and Alabama. Um, where else was there? San Antonio. There was a lot of like. Baylor, TCU, that sort of stuff. Got so it. It's, it's kind of interesting. Like, there's a they, they went for a little bit of that uh, regional flair because obviously they're at least the appeal to me is you're seeing other players you know from college. That's how you're going to know these guys. Yep. And I'll go through a couple of the guys in a yeah. little bit. Uh, so I think they tried to definitely get a little bit of that that tie, that affiliation that you have with some of the players from your local team uh, or your local college team onto your team there. So. Uh, okay, that doesn't answer why. So why, oh. I don't know why in Birmingham. Maybe they think that those those Alabama, okay. uh, Auburn ties are strong. Right. You're selling me. You're selling know. me. Uh, I don't know. And it's it's interesting that uh, I guess I don't know where the Arizona Hot Shots are. Um, I assume Phoenix, but maybe not. Uh, but Atlanta obviously has an NFL yeah. team. 
Uh, and all the other ones are kind of like the next, uh, I guess if there's going to be an NFL expansion team, these are kind of the cities you would probably think about. Yeah, maybe San Diego. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's a good football market. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's... So the, the branding is pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know why I'm excited about that, but I am. Uh, but Marlo, you're a little more in tune to this, so I'm going to ask you: What level of play uh-huh. do you expect there to be in this? Like, yeah. What are we, what are I we mean, doing? so the thing it, it always comes. It's just football. It always comes down to quarterback play, right? So, okay. you know, so I think that's that's going to be the deciding factor, and that's going to be tough when you know. I mean, we look at teams all the time, and we look at the NFL, and we're like, well, once you get past the starters, some teams not even, there's not really great quarterback play out there. Um, so, you know, I think you, you might see some, you know, diamonds in the rough as far as skill positions for uh, running backs, receivers, uh, you know, things of that nature. Might be some freaks of freaks of nature on the defensive line. Uh, things like that might make a splash. But I think what's really uh, going to make or break how entertaining this is is going to be is going to be quarterback play. Hmm. Well, that makes me a little worried because the <laughs> quarterbacks not uh, not what I would would call out. Uh, just for the record, us uh, a reference perhaps Scott Tolzien was oh, in the third round. The third round uh, by yeah by Birmingham. Although he's not on their current. Oh roster, no, Scotty so. Z. I, I thought um, he was. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Uh, so. So as as I, I asked you, the quarterback play has me a little bit nervous because we can't even find thirty good <laughs> quarterbacks in the professional football yeah. league, or in the NFL. I guess this is also professional football league. So that has me a little bit worried. Um, do you know the Do you know the rules? <laughs> no, that's always scary too. Is you just go into it thinking it's you know the NFL rules, right? <laughs> Did yeah. you find uh, some differentiators? No, I I, no? I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that. Oh, okay. But I'm, because obviously the rules in the NFL have, and college the the way that they are, you get different play styles. Yeah. Right, in in the NFL and college, and maybe if there's some in between, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to be maybe I'm being too uh, generous with my analysis here, but if you had an open kind of like Big Twelve type <laughs> rule set that like you just have these. I'm just trying to think, like, players who wouldn't work in the NFL mm-hmm. but worked in mm-hmm. college, who were good in college, yeah. but for whatever reason are big enough for the NFL, just are a little bit not fast enough, whatever it may be, uh, to fit in what's happening in the NFL today. Um, maybe it could be entertaining and you find kind of a, an alternate way to play football, more like college. I don't know. Maybe there's some in between there that would be be entertaining. I'm not sure. I, I'm just trying to figure out what this is going to look like. Because yeah. it's just a replica of the NFL but worse that's not that's going to work. work that's yeah that's and if it's not better product than college it's not going to work cuz you don't have all of what we like about college football your alma mater your team you know the the culture the of college football so it has to strike a balance of being a better product or being at least more skilled players right than college yeah which it should presumably have but also being something different than the NFL. So yeah. I don't know what the hell that looks like, <laughs> but hopefully they find it because yeah. maybe that would be entertaining. Who knows? Um, All right. But I, I went through, I did a deep dive, okay. Marlo, as I mentioned, 
and uh, there are two former Badgers playing. In All this right. Uh, we got uh, Austin Trailer, former tight end. He's playing for Salt Lake, and Darius Hillary, cornerback, playing for the Arizona Hot Shots, mm-hmm. who are in Phoenix. They're playing at the uh, same stadium as uh, the Cardinals. So oh. that's interesting. Uh, okay. And then there's quite a few yeah. other guys that you, you'd recognize from like Big Ten college football. So immediately when you said quarterbacks, I kind of went, "Ooh, I don't know about that." <laughs> uh, Aaron Murray from Georgia, uh, Christian Hackenberg from Penn State, oh, Zach Mettenberger who wasn't even good at LSU. Yeah. So now, to be fair, maybe the you know guys out of like Holy Cross and whatever, <laughs> you know, those schools I don't watch or aren't you know division uh, power six conferences uh power five conferences uh maybe they're better quarterbacks and better f- suited for this league but these were the names that i i recognized uh also out of the big 10 uh they had oh shoot what team was this shoot i, I didn't write down pearson l and uh kenny bell are both on the same team former wide receivers from yeah. nebraska kenny and, bell uh denard rob denard robinson's out there as well so some fun players that i remember like not that I like rooted for Kenny Bell yeah. or something, but I remember him being an impactful player, and maybe it'd be fun to see him play more football. I don't know. <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, we also have a esteemed former NFLer. Mark. Ooh, Are you ready for okay. this? Okay. Uh, he was once traded for a first-round draft pick, Trent Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what team Trent Richardson is? Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So those I, those are some of the players that at least stood out to me. Uh, that's probably not enough to grab casual fans. But if you're a college football fan, I think just watching these uh, to at least get kind of a, a little bit of a like, oh, I remember that guy is, is at least there uh, a little bit on every team, it seemed like to me. Uh, but more, I think the stars of the show, mm. the stars of this league are going to be the head coaches. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have heard some of the head coaching I, names, yes. All right, all right. So let's start out with uh, Arizona Hot Shots coach Rick Neuheisel. Yes, Neuheisel. All the right. defamed Neuheisel. Yeah. What, what did he do? He betted on his team? Or he bet against his team? One of, no, 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 no. He, he filled out a high-priced uh, March Madness pool. That's what he did. That was his big right. crime. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> Now he's on the Arizona yeah. Shots. A good friend. Uh, everybody's favorite, Dennis Erickson, yes. <laughs> coaching the Salt Lake Stallions. Uh, I'm just trying to do this in order of like surprise. Um, former NFL coach Mike Martz making his oh, return. God, Mike Martz. <laughs> good. Who's team? Who are they? Who's he coaching? San yeah. Diego. Good luck, San Diego. He's got. He's gonna. He's the uh, one that's gonna try to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Uh, and uh, speaking of returning coaches and the Orlando Apollos, uh, where football coaches go to retire, uh, Steve Spurrier. Oh, the old ball coach is back? Uh, yeah, he's back. He's got, you know, Orlando Apollos. I think he's, he's kind of like Bob Euchre in, in the sense like he probably just coaches both <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Orlando. He he is, yeah, he's not coaching. He's just there collecting paycheck. <laughs> All right, and then we got uh, another former college football coach, uh, formerly of Nebraska, Mike Riley, Mr. Nice Guy, coaching the San Antonio Commanders. And uh, finally, uh, his one year in San Francisco was memorable, Mike Singletary, coaching the Memphis Express. Oh, well, you know, good job, Mike, for getting another head coaching chance. Now keep your pants up. (laughs) 
<laughs> what a list. If I could, like, if you would ask me to make a list of ridiculous coaches to be coaching in this, I don't think I could have come up with one as good as this. Oh, fantastic. All right. So, season starts. We mentioned next Saturday, uh, the 9th, or so, oh, I guess a week from, a week from yep. Saturday, right? So, we can preview the season. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in for that. Uh, you said Marlon, you have a team. You ready? You on? Uh, dude, you sold me. I was, I was, I was kind of wavering, especially since I missed my tryout um, and didn't yeah. make the league. But you have made some compelling, compelling arguments, and I definitely will team tune in. I think if you had to ask me for a team at this point in time, I, I'll, you know what? I think I'll ride with the San Diego Fleet. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, Mike. Marsh. They have a really cool logo. Yeah. I think they're yeah. That's favorite. extremely. Uh, it's it's purely gonna, on the logo. <laughs> I'm gonna follow. Be following uh, Mike Singletary's uh, coaching antics nice. for the Memphis Express very closely. That oh my god, my fun of watching the American football alliance coming to you soon. Oh my god, also coming to you soon, Marlo. Yes. I we've we talked about this a little bit before the show. I thought I was gonna surprise you with this, but apparently it is all it over. It's hot. Um, it is it is common knowledge now there is going to be a competitive esports farming league. Yes, get excited. Yes, uh, the way it is described. So it's a a farming similar game. There will be a three versus three. It'll be I guess games, <laughs> competitions, whatever. Mm. Will be uh, three versus three, and the uh, teams will have to build the. Best, most efficient farm, I guess, in a very realistic farming simulator <laughs> game. Um, <laughs> and I, f- I found this, and uh, the uh, person who tweeted it out said, "Finally, <laughs> Kentucky is going to be." Yeah. Or was it was Kansas. Kansas. Either way, either way, the yeah, joke works. The joke works. Uh, yeah, reading through this, reading through this article. Um, on the virtual farming. There's a great line. It says, lots of games try to recreate the fun and joy of planting crops and caring for farm animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, think Harvest Moon games or Stardew Valley. I don't know what those are. Great yeah. games. But great the, farm games. And, the Farming Simulator series tries to replicate the totality of life, the tough life. It's all in all its nitty-gritty and mundane glory with special focus on machinery and tools involved. Wow. That's yeah. exciting yeah, stuff. Wow. There's gonna be arenas packed everywhere. Um, you know, I yeah. I can't believe what this is gonna do I for mean, esports. If I had to choose between the nitty gritty and mundane glory of uh, machinery and tools involved in farming, <laughs> or watching Mike Singletary coach a football game, <laughs> think you know where I'm signed on that one. Um, I can't. I. I th- I, I'm surprised by the amount of coverage that this got because you're right. It kind of leaked out of uh, the esports world and into more, I'd say, general uh, yeah. news. Uh, and I think it was largely because of the ridiculousness <laughs> of the idea uh, that, I mean, as somebody who watches other people play video games, as somebody who um, has played the the games they reference, Harvest Moon and Stardew Valley. Uh, I, I get the interest in it. I don't get it as far as a a competitive viewing experience. I have no idea how that would work. Um, from what I've seen of people who actually watch farming simulators online, it's a much more 
kind of laid back, like just mundane <laughs> experience, relaxing experience. And I don't know how you equate that experience with a competition feel. Um, I, I'll be interested to see how it goes. Uh, I think they said that there's almost $300,000 in a prize yeah. pool in this league. So that will at least perk up some ears. Uh, and that's a lot of money for, um, I think it's the the company who makes the uh, farming simulator game uh, putting that up. So that's a significant amount of money to put up for that. Maybe not for a company, but it is for me. Yeah. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting. To yeah, play. we should we should get in. We should uh, whew, warm the thumbs up. Start our own farming sports yeah. team. This this looks exciting. Watching a YouTube video of it, and it if looks. We can get Mike Singletary to coach <laughs> our three v three farming simulator. There you go. I'm in. Perfect. All right. In other esports, I don't know if it's esports news, but it is uh, a video game related. Uh, there is a, I don't know, some sort of petition. I don't know how petitions work, Marlo. It's on yeah. the internet. Uh, you can you can put your name out there. Uh, it is trying to get Mortal Kombat to add Shaggy uh, from Scooby-Doo uh, to the Mortal Kombat game and... I don't like. I don't like. Well, for the breaking news, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out this year. Didn't know that until the Shaggy thing dropped. Um, so mm-hmm. thanks for that. But how could you not be with Shaggy being in the game? What do you think Shaggy's finishing move would be? You know, It'd be fantastic. Uh, mm, I think <laughs> it's like it's probably just him in the corner smoking a doob, and then and then Scooby comes out say, and like chomps someone in half. I was going to say, the van comes out, <laughs> throws him in the van, smoke comes out the windows, something like that. <laughs> some the van. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he uh, clam bakes him to death or something. Is that what it's called? In in the van. There you go. Uh, something like that. Oh, well over 3,000 signers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, I think I played three. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember one with the with the with the blood code A B A C A B B, boom. Yeah, look, as somebody who's obviously deep in the um, Mortal Kombat lore, having played Mortal Kombat, I think it was three, and then enjoying the movie, and then watching the movie again when I was older, and saying this is a terrible, <laughs> movie. terrible movie. Um, you can't, stay out of my universe. Mm. Shaggy, stay in your own universe. Stay out. <laughs> I don't know what it stands. Stay out. <laughs> you don't belong in the Mortal Kombat like universe. Yeah. Only one yeah. can you have survive. Your own universe. You have your own, own universe where you're a crime solving detective. <laughs> it's you know it's going to happen now. Just because they know kids, if they put it out there, because they're going to pay for the the DLC. So, get yeah. That was, I, I think, the easiest costume I ever did for a Halloween when I had back when I had uh, longer hair. Marlo, I, <laughs> went as, I went as Shaggy, which was basically I just wore like a green <laughs> shirt and maroon pants. I believe that, and I had to say Zoinks, and I was like, "This is I'm Shaggy. Look, Zoinks." And that was, and they're like, "Oh, I get it." Which that's all really that's all really Halloween was. Imagine. Yes, it's like you go around and then like. If you recognize what they are, you're like, oh, you're whatever. You know, you're shaggy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so that's cool. great. Oh, and you're, you know, oh, and you're a slutty nurse. Oh, my God. And then they're like, what are you? Oh, I'm this. Oh, that's so great. And that was about all Halloween was. You just walked around and did that like a hundred yep, times. Pretty much. Yeah, good, good times. times. Let's do it again. 
All right, that's all I had for esports and random memories. Random <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm glad we, I'm glad we got esports back. Uh, it's been a long, it's been yeah. a long time coming. It had been, it had been a while. Yeah. I'm sure things were happening, but uh, it didn't pop up on my radar. Yeah, so I do apologize for everyone that listens for the esports. Uh, we will yeah. bringing more of it. Thanks for, ha- thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> all right, Casey, we ready to get to America's favorite segment? As I am as ready as I will ever be, Marlon. All right. A quiet week as a Liverpool supporter. They had an off week. I say off week. It's really just because they were eliminated from the competitions that were being played uh, during the week, which is fine. Um, In soccer, as I'm sure you know, Marlon, there are like five or six different competitions that uh, teams are competing in throughout the year. And what usually ends up happening is unless you are – a Barcelona or a Real Madrid or uh, one of those top level teams where your B squad is better than everybody else's A squad, usually end up having to kind of pick and choose what competitions you want to focus on. And with Liverpool being in first place uh, in the Premier League and still being in the Champions League, they chose to um, focus on those. So they lost in the FA Cup and uh, another competition that I can't even remember now. That's how much it meant to me. Uh, I can't remember the competition. So they were off this week. Uh, they returned to action against Leicester City midweek here on uh, Wednesday. So if you're not doing anything Wednesday afternoon or want to try, distract yourself at work, they play at 2 uh, there. Uh, in other non-Liverpool-related, I guess this will be national team news, um, the men's team, I guess they unveiled their new coach a couple of weeks ago, Greg Berhalter, um, but this was his first game in charge of the squad. Uh, they defeated Panama 3-0 to zero, um, with uh, goals by three young players that I had never heard of before, uh, two of them scoring in their in their debut, um, which were, they were the 52nd and 53rd U.S. players to do such a thing. So I guess a good start to uh, Berhalter's reign as... Um, U.S. men's national team coach. Uh, obviously, a lot of work to do going ahead, um, but this is a a positive first step, I think, as the United States tries to rebuild their team and figure out where the heck we go after the last World Cup um, disappointing performance uh, in the qualification. Uh, in the U.S. women's national team news, uh, last time we spoke, they lost to France 3-0, and I said it was kind of a wake-up call for the team as they gear up for uh, the Women's World Cup this summer. Uh, they rebounded uh, with a win against Spain, defeating them 1-0, uh, which was a pretty... I, it's hard to complain about a win, but I wanted to see a little bit of a better performance. Uh, but it was a win nonetheless, and I would say a sorely needed one, for, at least for the morale uh, of the team heading into that into that World Cup season. There's obviously more friendlies on the way for them as they gear up for that, um, so be on the lookout for those. Uh, and that's all that I had. There were obviously the other competitions that Liverpool was not in, but I didn't really pay attention to them because they were on ESPN Plus and I don't have that subscription. <laughs> so that's it. That's the corner kick, Marlo. All right, that is <laughs> that is that's all I have. I I don't have more. I don't have more to add. I'm just you know get get excited, get ready for the Super Bowl. Hopefully, there's no more snow. Yeah. Got big cold coming through, so please stay warm. Yeah, bitter, bitter cold. cold. Bitter cold. Stay, stay safe. 
If you don't have to leave the house on Wednesday, please do not. It's supposed to be. Yeah, it's not worth it. At least here. Right. For you people in California, whatever. Still stay inside. (laughs) It's solidarity. We're all staying inside on solidarity. You staying inside keeps us a little bit warm. That's right. It's not how anything works. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got nothing else. Casey, you got anything for him? Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please, uh, as always, like, subscribe, comment, share, all those things. Um, We would really appreciate that uh, and appreciate your support in however and whatever you do to support our podcast. Um, Enjoy uh, enjoy your week. As as Marla said, stay warm. Uh, Enjoy watching Badger games, Liverpool games, all the games I know you guys will watch your favorite teams win all the sports.